Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Scream 5 or Scream. Uh, I believe they dropped the, the, the five, so it's just Scream. We're talking about Scream, scream 2021. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Monica. And I'm Michael. That's right. Monica's back. Monica's right. back. What's up? Monica. Hey, you know, you know, if we're talking Scream, we got to have we got to have Monica. And Boba no. Fett. And Boba true, Fett, yeah. True, we did watch yeah, Boba. True Kino. Yeah. Yeah. True, true Kino files uh, are we. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, before we get into the whole thing, we got to make sure that we always remember our pickle. Pickle. Oh, God. Oh, the, the week. week. <laughs> it was the worst. Beautiful. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Flawless. Victory. Are you ever not going to say pickle? Um. Next week, I will try to not say pickle. Okay, cool. Will I remember that? No. Um, my pickle of the week is from Boom Studios. Um, it is Cursed Pirate Girl Devil's Cave. It's a, a follow-up story to the previous Cursed Pirate Girl uh, series. And this one, I normally won't make recommendations for books based purely on the artwork, but this one I will. It's uh, Jeremy uh, Bastian. Uh, and it's really cool uh, pen and ink. Uh, drawing it's Ooh. really really nice make sure you go take a flip through it cool that sounds good yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's okay awesome. to suggest things based on art i normally yeah. don't i'm I mean, normally super, like yeah super important part of it it is i mean it is half the book yeah um my pickle is she hulk number one Ooh. it is it's the new relaunch she's not immortal anymore or not called immortal anymore um so it's kind of like a back to basics thing. It's written by Ray- Rainbow Rowell, who did the most recent Runaways book, which I liked as well. Um, covers by Jen Bartel. Can't go wrong there. Um, actually, a lot of good covers. There's one by Abby There's Hughes. a bunch of good covers, dude. There's so one, many. One by Archer. So yeah. So I'm suggesting it for the covers because I haven't read it yet. But I like She-Hulk and I like the art and the writer. So it's got, it's got to be good, right? I mean, got to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's my pickle. Get ready for the show. Get ready for She-Hulk. Don't go in unknowledgeable. My pickle of the week is Silk number one because Cindy Moon, that's my girl. She's my favorite spider person. And she's back. Yes. And she's fighting crime. And I'm here what? for it. <laughs> fighting crime. <laughs> I know. Hell yeah. Trying to save the world. I know. Um, but she's a girl. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Um, it goes uh, a little bit into like her backstory. I only really flipped through it, but a little bit back uh, about her backstory when she was living in Korea. Um, so it just it looks really good, and I'm excited to like actually fully read it. Plus, the covers are also gorgeous and amazing. Yes, they are. So yes, they are. Marvel's got some like top notch covers this week. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this is the part of the show we want to get to our good ones. We want to make sure we. Uh, remember uh, our fallen friend Ron, who um, I think he got his belt caught in an escalator, and then it just went kept going up and never and never went down. And he's I think he's stuck he's in the still gallery, up there. yeah, like somewhere, like <laughs> in the but, hotel part, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Speaking where no of, one can I, hear the screams. I had a friend in high school <laughs> who lived in Rosenberg with me, but their family would go regularly to the Galleria and get a hotel to go shopping and stuff. I'm like, that's I feel like that's extra, right? Like this is thirty minutes from my house. Do you need a hotel <laughs> to like? How much money are you spend in? Either Dylan is very curious or frozen. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, Dylan, you, you were stuck Can on I like. A, 
you were stuck on the the, the quizzitive face for like a long time like when a dog like, doesn't know what you're saying yeah exactly okay so but anyway um ron who is no longer with us because of the unfortunate elevator incident uh, escalator incident next week it's an elevator um we have this segment called good ones uh and he used to do it every week he would list off the number one comics that are coming out this week and number ones are a great place to start new uh, get reacquainted with old friends or just start somewhere, try something completely different. So these are all the number ones or one shots coming out this week. We have Batman, the night star Wars, high Republic adventures, galactic bake off special. Yes. Uh, Aerosmith behind enemy lines. That is a R R O W not the band um, Bolero Ben Riley, Spider-Man death of Dr. Strange, X-Men black Knight. Um, that is one title, not three titles. Um, Devil's Reign, Villains for Hire, She-Hulk, Silk, Silver Surfer, Rebirth, X-Lives Wolverine, or is it 10 Lives of Wolverine, Dylan? 10. I assume it's 10. Then it's X-Deaths of Wolverine, just to be different. Yeah. And we have Angel (laughs) uh, from the Buffy universe and Cursed Pirate Girl, Devil's Cave from Boom and Archaea. Um, A lot of stuff to check out this week, so make sure you go check out a number one near you and also i would like to remind everyone to please head over to itunes and leave us a five-star review it really helps us out and it helps new people find the show it will also help us achieve our goal of getting rotten tomatoes verified once we hit 200 views we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review so do us a favor and go do it so let's talk about our events i want to thank everybody who came out to uh, KeyForge two weeks ago uh it was great fun as always uh but we have KeyForge again this week on the 21st 7 p.m um 7 to 9 30 ish um we are doing chain bound archon where you bring a deck from home and play if you don't have a deck you want to come play keyforge for the very first time in your life you totally can because we set up the tables at six at six o'clock and you can learn the game in about 30 minutes and be competitive so come play keyforge um at the clear lake location on friday the 21st we also have paint club meeting again on the 22nd and this month we are doing um the bone claw it is twenty dollars um spots for that are limited but we do have other kits available if you want to paint something else or you you can just buy one off the peg just come in and hang out and paint um but the bone claw himself is twenty dollars it comes with the miniature uh two brushes 12 paints a water pot a little palette um and that's going to run from six to ten uh ten is the hard stop time but really we're usually done by about nine because you've got enough paint on there that you're just going to ruin it if you put any more on it I'll, you, you try to do too many finishing touches and then, you know, you lucas yourself into a, a mess. Um, and so that is for painters of all skill levels, including none. Uh, so feel free, because I when I started doing these events, I was a novice, utter novice, had never tried before. Um, and now I love it. It's a great hobby of mine. And you can come see Dylan, maybe. I'll be there. Mm. What? There's no Dylan's- signing that day. It's moved. Oh, okay. Well, so, yeah, Dylan and Natalie. If y'all remember Natalie, Natalie's going to come through, post up. Yeah. I mean, so that's the what she says. Gonna be there. Are you going to be there, Marissa? Well, I am working that day, so yes, I will be <laughs> at there. Least, at least for a portion like, of it. I have to. <laughs> I'm yeah. contractually obligated to be there from six to seven. Whether, it, whether it goes past that is up to me. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> that's gonna be but that is, that's all I've got. Yeah, that's all I've got. I'm very excited. Um, we also have a, I mean, we, I'm, I'm very excited. We have a non like a 
public event. We have a Girl Scout event on the 30th. We have some a Girl Scout group oh, yeah. troop coming in. Very excited about that. We're going to teach them about some comics. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like a come and watch the Girl Scouts learn about comics event, but something I'm excited about. Maybe, yeah, maybe we can transition or, you know, we can pivot teaching Girl Scouts into comics into them setting up a, a, a cookie table. Really, that's what I'm about. Is can we get more cookie <laughs> that's tables? The end it's only fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah, quid po, uh, pro quo, Clarice. Yeah, for sure. But that's all I got. <laughs> Dylan, what do you got? All right. So um, I got a live sale tonight. What? Uh, we've got a bunch of new books. These are a lot of mid-range ones. What, mid-range keys at my price tag. There's a there's a first moon night. There's a. I was about to, I would say first, you, that's not a mid range book. It's the okay. Hold on. It's the first uh, moon night solo story. Okay. 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 Which is not, a not Marvel premiere. Marvel premiere fifty five or something. I don't know. I'm, I I'm probably getting it wrong. It's uh, sure. it's like hundred fifty bucks. It's not crazy. okay. Um. Yeah. Not Werewolf by Night thirty two. No, we have had that, but not this week. Um, I need it. I know. I'm you never gonna it? get it now. Yeah, no, it's, too it's late. expensive, dude. It's been, that book's been expensive for a long time, and now it's just going to get worse. It's Oscar Isaac's fault. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, so that's tonight, 7 to 9 p.m. Um, BedrockCity.com slash live. You know the drill. And then uh, next Friday, um, not this upcoming one, but the one after that, the 28th is the first manga club at the Sugar Lane location. They're reading Happy Kanako's Killer Life, Volume 1. Um, you can pick that up at their location for sure. It's twenty percent off, and then you can go in from seven to nine p.m. <clears throat> at their store and just hang out and talk about the book and get some food and drinks. It's awesome. Um, it's perfect for jumping on, you know, beginners because no one there is going to know each other, you know. Um, mm-hmm. since it's the first one ever, so I'll be there. It's gonna be fun. And then um, the next day, the 29th at the Galleria area location on Westheimer is a signing for Maharclean Chronicles, which is a Philippine comic um, made by, oh, I forgot his name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know his oh. real name, but he has a- he has Oh, he has, a, a, he has a, a pen name. Yeah, Arthur Soriano is, uh, yeah, his uh, pen name. And um, he'll be there signing from 1 to 3 p.m. And uh, that book I know is at all locations, I'm pretty sure. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is, we have but it. If, have you really all read it by chance? I flipped through it and it looks I... cool. I have flipped through it, um, you know, because I'm Filipino, so I I kind of I mean, have to. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and it's it's super cool. It you learn about like the different tribes and different cultures that were um, on the islands, obviously before Spain, you know, came yeah. and did, did their thing. <laughs> you know, did their thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, for four hundred years. <laughs> but. Yeah, it's specifically called pre-colonial history. The book, so yeah. that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's, it's super cool. And he yeah, seems like a really, really cool guy. Too. Yeah, that's and uh, cool. if we are for whatever reason sold out or if they don't have it at your location, he's bringing a bunch with him, so you can just pick it up at the. And, and when is it, Dylan? It is Saturday, the 29th from I thought, one I thought to it three moved. p.m. It was the 22nd. Oh, it was okay. Now it's the 29th. Oh, yeah, you it know was what? paint day. Now it's the 29th. I have I have another event that I forgot to mention. On the 29th. Oh, oh well, not uh, one of that one. Yeah, well, no, you weren't anyway. Um, you don't um, know me. Is, what, do you have any more, Dylan, or do you want me to do my last one? Um, 
Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. Um, I at the I'm sorry. On January 29th at 7 p.m., we have our Flesh and Blood farewell to Welcome to Wraith event. So, um, their first flesh, the first set for Flesh and Blood is getting retired, and they're doing. Um, we got approved to host a farewell event for it. That is going to be capped at 16 players. So register now. The link is in our Discord. If you're not in the Discord yet, why are why aren't you? Um, you can join it by going to our Twitter bio, BRC Uncanny, uh, or by scanning one of the QR codes in store. Um, and the link is posted in the other Tabletop Games channel. And I'll be pinging everybody every couple of days to remind them uh, until seats fill up. Uh, that is nice. going to be a super cool way to say goodbye to that set. Uh, and that's I was going to go to that one. Yeah, I knew I knew it. Dylan was really looking to play a really sweaty card game. That's where I was going to jump in. That's the final one. F- Flesh and Blood is like sweaty in 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 like a good way like it's very very competitive um (laughs) it's 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 good it's intense it's if i mean i would not recommend coming to this if you never played flesh and blood before if i'm gonna be real with you it's i would come to a a booster draft or something else you know some other fun one not not a not a sweaty one where you can win a limited (laughs) play mat um those play mats sell for like 100 bucks on ebay it's dumb Um, oh wow yeah it's crazy um so anyway, um, let's get into the watch list where we talk about everything that we watched this week. Um, I, in prep for Scream, watched Scream 1, 2, and 3. Wow. Well, okay. It's a bit of a cheat because nice. I believe I said I watched Scream 1 last week, but I did watch 2 and 3 before we, because we recorded last Tuesday and we saw Scream on Thursday. So I did see 2 and 3. I was going to try to get to 4. It was either 3 or 4. And I had seen 4 more recently. So, which was the theater, and I hadn't seen three in a very long time, as I remembered as I was watching it, and I didn't remember half of what was going on. Like, oh wow, you're in this movie? I don't remember this character at all. <laughs> I watched a recap right before. I wanted to do what you did, but I didn't. Yeah, I also watched a recap as well, like in a restaurant, literally outside the movie oh. theater. Me too. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, um any so plans yeah, for scream I, four michael um yeah i would like to um although you know as this as we get further away from scream i'm probably i, I need Less to watch likely. it like tomorrow you know what i'm saying like i need to watch this like right now otherwise <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just or gonna move scream on six otherwise i'm just gonna move on to or the tv series otherwise i'm just gonna move on to <laughs> you know uh pro- honestly probably the t west movies which we'll talk about here in a little bit um but yeah, so I watched all the Scream films. I say, well, all the I watched the first three Scream films, uh, and that's it. Uh, and the normal wrestling, um, nothing, nothing else to write home about this week. Although I don't have it, I don't have the show and tell here, but I'll bring it to Clear Lake tomorrow if anybody wants to see it. Uh, if you listen on day one, uh, my New York Ninja. You know, you remember New York Ninja, Dylan? No, that's, that's the Vinegar Syndrome movie where they fa- they have only the oh, video. Right, right. Yes, yes, yes. And they yeah. filmed the, so yeah. Um, the quick recap is uh, this Blu-ray company, I like Vinegar Syndrome, um, bought a, bought a uh, film company and all of their library. And in that, there were reels for a film called New York, Nin- labeled New York Ninja. There was, however, no sound, no script, no anything other than what was written on the cans. And it wasn't cut together. It was just raw footage. So they spent uh, two years and a budget and pieced together the plot and hired a cast and made a whole new movie. So you have a brand new 1982 Ninja movie. Anyway, uh, on January 1st, they did a, a quick sale and they had a limited to 200 copies, the New York Ninja VHS. 
specially formatted in four three uh so i'm hyped i got my vhs in uh i'm gonna bring it to show it off if anybody has a player let me know i'm gonna have to call andrew <laughs> that's awesome Dylan, are we doing a vhs screening yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dylan, Dylan loves quality Dylan yes. loves low quality. <clears throat> My favorite. So, it's a 4K VHS. If you're oh, lucky. Yeah. That exists. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's that's uh that's all I that's all I did. I, I watched uh I, I I didn't watch the VHS because I couldn't watch it, but I did watch New York Ninja again just to celebrate getting the VHS. <laughs> nice. What about you, Monica? What'd you watch? Um, well, I'm still going through succession so good love it i'm like towards the end of season two so that's been great and then recently on apple tv apple tv plus whatever it's called uh they just put on the new a24 movie tragedy of Macbeth. oh that's right, right. so good is it i need to, oh god i need to watch yeah. it i've just been so busy yeah and that's like the biggest thing that i've watched uh, other than that it's it's just been pretty chill so nice okay yeah um, I didn't watch too much else either. Um, I watched the first episode of Peacemaker. Oh, that's which, right. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Is that good? Well, I don't know. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I, I'm gonna watch episode two. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just very much like more James Gunny. You know, like yes, it's very Gunny. Um. And it's not like a story that I connect with necessarily, or yeah. not one that I care to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's Peacemaker himself is kind of like semi-racist, semi-sexist, you know, xenophobic. And he's like, I think learning to overcome that through like the people around him. And okay. I'm just like, meh, you know, like I don't know. It's okay. not okay. like his main like sidekick lady is like a queer black woman you know and i think she's gonna teach him a bunch of stuff make him a better person but i'm like do i care is is that the story <laughs> is that her job is that her job you know um but like i'm i guess it's what james gunn identifies with so it's i mean that's what it is but um it was pretty funny it was well made it looked pretty expensive uh and i like john cena but i just wish he was playing someone else you know right I, I do like I, I agree. I like John Cena in that it's funny because I didn't like him in wrestling, but you know, he's he's transitioned into a good spot. You know what I'm saying? Like uh he's he's got a good he's got a good little area carved out. Yeah, just stay in that lane and he's got it. I'm rooting don't, for him. Don't Batista yourself into this and mm-hmm. think that mm. because you made friends with Denny Villeneuve because he thinks you're cool. <laughs> that uh you're all that great but um i forgot i completely forgot that came out what you watch anything else still other than boba fett and uh uh scream five um um i watched euphoria still i caught up on that oh, that's right very oh, good nice. very i'm seeing stressful. all the euphoria tiktoks how'd yeah, you get on euphoria too. talk that's weird I don't, I don't know it's all it's all about like oh i forgot i was at euphoria and they come and dressed all <laughs> yeah. oh yeah it's very unrealistic. Yeah. Um it's it's A24 CW, if that makes any sense. Oh my god. <laughs> Literally, it's, it's, it's what Riverdale wants to be. It's made by A24, but it looks like but the story is CW. So it's like Sure. Hmm. Mm. Um, is it literally made by A24 though? 
Yeah, literally. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's oh, like a figurative. Well, now, okay. Now I now, gotta watch it. Now I have to. I gotta look it's good. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I'm selling it short a bit. It's not as like dumb as. There's no gargoyle king, you know, like in. Whoa, there's not. There's not. There's no multiverse that they're exploring, like what they are, or La Llorona in Riverdale, but what? Um, <laughs> it, but it's it's good. Um, I watched something else. Well, they have a twenty four beanies now, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. What? That's that's no. It's no a, more it's film, not, bro. It, what? We need no, to go on to neon merch. Oh, neon? neon merch. Do yeah. they have? <laughs> neon, can neon afford merch probably not <laughs> with their one movie a year um uh, but yeah that's i think that's all i have okay. i'll start out the other one if i if i think of it okay well um let's talk about about boba fett first this is what episode three or four i'm yeah I'm three. three okay um spoilers by the way for boba fett um and the mandalorian and any whatever all star wars spoilers um mm-hmm. if you care skip ahead five ten minutes if we're still talking about Boba Fett, keep skipping. Um, <laughs> and if you keep, and if you care about ske- scream trade uh, spoilers, go ahead, keep skipping past that too. Um, <laughs> Boba Fett. Okay, so this one was, uh, I think we got a lot more. Well, we got pretty much uh, no flashbacks here, and this was all current times Boba Fett. Um, got to see the assassin. Uh, we got to see uh, Black Black Chrysanthemum in, uh, or just Chrysanthemum, I guess, uh, yeah. in in action. Kind of trying to come for the come for the Boba Fett. Um, yeah, he's dope. Yeah, he's he really is, cool. He's, he is super cool. Um, Monica, you haven't been on since Boba Fett started. What? What? Where have you been at with it? Mid. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, so. that's disappointing. I know. I I was here for it, like after Mando. Uh, season two, yeah, I don't even know what season we're on. You were hyped for it, I remember. Um, yeah, I was, I was so here for it, but I'm like, okay, we're barely getting Fennec. The majority of the show so far has been flashbacks, which is fine. I, I like, I, I, I like the Tuscan Raiders, but the fact yes. that in this episode, off screen killed them off. Okay, thanks for nothing. Right. Love to see it. Um. And yeah, I don't know. It's just it feels like it's it's missing something. Just I I I guess I want more action. I did get a little bit of it with uh Chris Hansen showing mm-hmm. up, but other than that, and even like the the street gang, whatever they're called, the Alita people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just with um, with their um those motorcycles are really something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it we'll get to that. so so far just feels like it's it's missing something. I agree um, for me. Like I, I like I think Mandalorian, I mean, at this point is definitely better because I think oh, even yeah. at, even halfway through the first season of Mando, it was better. And I know Dylan was kind of mid on Mando to a point, but mm-hmm. I think I, I think episode, I thought it was hit or miss, but I thought throughout it was good. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Boba Fett doesn't really I don't even I don't know what story they're trying to tell other than here's some stuff Boba Fett's doing you know <laughs> yeah. it feels like they adapted a comic literally you know uh, or panel mm-hmm. for panel it's like you know it feels like it's just a very narrow focus without I don't I don't I don't know I'm not really engaged in any of the of the major plot I don't even know what the major plot is there isn't major plot other than it seems- Boba 
is it the almost new feels like it's being like written as it goes you know i agree Which, like I'm sure, that's yeah. not, I'm sure that's not the case but like the thing with Mandalorian is it was very episodic, which isn't my favorite, but like I understood it, you know. And, it and then well once, once I understood that it was that, I was like, okay, cool. And then I rolled with it. But this is like not that, but also like things just kind of happen. Like like you said with the Tuscan yeah. Raiders thing, when they we when he saw them all dead, I was like, is this a vision or like a dream or something like or that? Or they like, actually dead, right? And then they were just like, no, they're dead. And I was like, oh, that seemed pretty cool. monumental to just. We spent two episodes yeah. building up his yeah. relationship with the Tuscans, and then oh, oh, they're they were a now. plot device for him to be <laughs> sad. Yeah, um, they were the Mary Zeus all along. They, we fridged a whole a whole tribe. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Some of the action was cool. I guess. Um, let me let yeah. me let me tell you about my biggest complaint with this episode. That chase scene moved at a glacial pace mm-hmm. i'm watching it i'm like what there's people walking faster than them why are they doing this like this is we're in a hurry michael there i i don't understand what's going on like i i mean i like the funny gag where they like they drive through the painting of java like haha okay that was funny um but like the 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 the, the motorcycle gang that boba recruits randomly Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also also got really cyberpunky for a moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, felt this, weird. What is this? Uh, Alita. Yeah, it felt like yeah, Alita. 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 <laughs> oh, uh, what's the one with go? No, I was thinking more Ghost in the Shell. Um, okay, I can see. That. I mean, but I, I mean, same deal. Also, also, just all cyberpunk in general. It's body mods and you know mm-hmm. retro futurism like because those motorcycles look like retro 50s motorbikes if you reimagine yeah. them in the sci-fi lens or whatever like with no mm-hmm. wheels yeah well yeah there's like mopeds um i don't know if there's like a if those are a pre-existing canonical ship or whatever that has been adapted i'm sure i'm sure not, it, it is not that i can remember but you know okay. there's so many uh, yeah ships i mean it could be around anything. in star right. wars <laughs> It could right. be pulled from like some random art from like you know forty oh, you don't years ago this? that was tossed <laughs> away and this, the you know, promo stills burn, from Revenge somehow, of the Sith. Yeah, exactly. You don't Someone remember described yeah. it from memory. Yeah, mm-hmm. but anyway, I was not thrilled uh, with most of the episode. I liked the Chrysanthemum bits. I liked the mm-hmm, hut encounter. Mm-hmm. I think the huts have been hits both times. I I love the huts. Uh, I think they're great. Although you like, want Book of Hut, yes, Book of Hut, dude, come bring the heat <laughs> to real. Boba Fett. Smack that fool down. Take the throne back. Don't go back to Hutta. Mm-hmm. You know, throw him <laughs> to his Hutta and take it back. You know, like. And what, let, what I don't get, what I don't get, is like the huts. They were like, "Well, you're about to get taken over, and you suck." But like, here's a rancor. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> here's a rancor and machete. <laughs> well they're trying yeah. to kill him right with it i i mean i i assume that there's some sort of like ulterior well, motive think, there i think it's mm-hmm. gonna attack i think maybe the first person he sees isn't like what they imprint on what they maybe it's gonna attack him or something right or my gonna... no, but the rancor is depressed but you know wait saying. did i imagine that is that like a canonical thing that like the first thing that they see they they take orders from or is that new to this show um i've never heard that before <laughs> okay yeah. well so when he walked away and they were like don't worry he'll be back i think 
the first thing it sees is like what it wants to kill and that they're like it's they're, it's like a trojan horse thing or maybe mm. i'm imagining maybe. maybe i'm i don't know maybe i'm imagining that but i think that just left it there to kill him so do we know what danny treo's character's name is because if we don't i'm just gonna call him machete i forgot <laughs> it's not malakili so i don't care <laughs> okay yeah i mean i i like i like seeing i mean you can tell us about rodriguez because you got danny treo in of there, course but, of course you know i I mean that was okay. cool. That was. Funny. I do. I yeah. love the gimmick. I do. Yeah. If he just could somehow call himself Machete, but like with some weird apostrophes and some, you know, put a K <laughs> in there somewhere. Yeah. You know, make it Star Warsy. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> um, but on the whole, I'm really kind of down on it as a series. Yeah, uh, I know. Like, I can I can see where the plot is kind of going, where they might potentially introduce Crimson Dawn. And all that, um, yeah. especially since in the comics right now they're doing Crimson Rain, so I don't know if they're trying to tie everything up, possibly, um, and have them show up in in Boba Fett. But other Showrun than that, wants, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's like there's no real direction with the show, and that's like probably the most disappointing thing <laughs> yeah. um, about the show for me. Um, yeah. yeah. I, totally. Yeah. Um. I'm at the point where if if we weren't gonna be talking about it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I would have any sort of priority. I'd watch something else. I'd watch something on mm-hmm. Tubi, my favorite free streaming service. Uh, when you sign up for your free account, use promo code Uncanny. <laughs> There's no promo codes. It's free. Um, just try. Just type Uncanny and they'll see what happens. You never know. Hey, we got we hey we had Uncanny as a promo code for a, a hot did. minute on uh, mm-hmm. BetterRockCity.com on our own website. <laughs> yep. Uh, but anyway, um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see till next week. There's three more, or mm-hmm. okay. Do, do we think there's any like big huge surprises left? Are they going to pull something out like, oh my god, it's Luke type of a thing, or you know, like Mando season two or. The Grogu reveal, or are we going to get mm-hmm. a big ah moment? Um, I feel like well, they need something. I, yeah, like I mean, of course, I would love to see any other Mando, right? Or any other clone. If I see a clone, I I'm gone. That's that's me, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, other than that, like with Chrysanthemum showing up, the possibility of Afro showing Afro, up, right? Yeah. is is honestly the biggest thing that i really care about but although i wasn't cast as afra <laughs> right. um yeah they, did, know, they didn't so call you I, so i don't know how much how I dare care. they yeah i know i know if they didn't call you then it's probably not afra so <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah you're right you're right or you i could have signed an nda you don't know hmm? oh i mean <gasps> huh? we're gonna find <laughs> out. she's an actress that's it first we're time ready, folks. y'all are hearing this right <laughs> Oh boy! Um, Kenny Universe exclusive, right? <laughs> All right, let's let's move on uh, to to Scream Five uh, or Scream Twenty Twenty One. I will say, I, as a as an aside, I do hate the dropping the the numeral, just because of it, especially mm-hmm. because like I get Alien and Aliens that that's fine because you can differentiate mm-hmm. them between the titles, but now there are two films called Scream, and I hate it. 
Well, it's the same thing oh. with Halloween. I know. I hate that too. You've <laughs> been yeah, so mad about this for so long, Michael. Call it Halloween ten and just be on with it. Like you're not fooling anybody. You're not special. They make Michael's that joke been in the talking movie. about this since the movie was announced. I did. I did. Or we have been. Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm so um, full spoilers for Scream Twenty One. Um, and if, oh yeah, it is twenty twenty two. Oh no. <laughs> It uh, was Scream 2021. It was. Yeah, it was. Uh, yikes. Um, okay, so um, anyway, spo- full spoilers for all the Scream films. Uh, no spoilers for Scream TV because who cares? Uh, so if you care about spoilers for this, uh, skip ahead uh, about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, you have been warned. Uh, so uh, Dylan called it off the cuff. Can we just say straight off? Based on face alone. Dylan, we, we speculated last week and I predicted Sydney Prescott, right? Or did I change it to something more real? I think you said Sydney. I probably did. <laughs> but I predicted um, it based on face and poster prominence. You know, I said, it I worked said, out. I did say Sydney. You're right. Um, yeah, you predicted it based off of you. you I mean, you got half of it, you know? Yeah. I was we should have predicted right. two because it's, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. Of course. But, yeah. Um, you know, okay, so hype levels monica where were you at for this were you super hyped i was hyped um i was hyped for like the trailers and whatnot and i had just recently um probably like a year ago watched um the first scream for the first time so i was like yeah no i was i was i was hyped for it i was like yeah let's go and i did like the scream tv show sorry oh wow (laughs) oh no person but yeah i did i did like the scream tv show so I was, I was pretty excited because, like, I just wanted, like, just a slasher right. movie, you know? Yeah, that's true. We, ha- we haven't had, ha- like, a theatrically released slasher movie, like, mm-hmm. in a bit, have we? Like, I don't think so. Halloween. No. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess Halloween. But Halloween yeah, but suck, I feel though. like <laughs> with, with, the, with the current Halloween movies going on, that there is a lot of like plot that went into it from the first Halloween and the two most recent ones to where Scream, sure, there's the legacy characters, yeah. but you know, it Scream can always be its own thing every time. Right. I agree. Yeah, because like even um because Candyman could have been called a slasher, but it definitely wasn't. Like it, Not really. had, a lot more, no. it had a lot more to say. I'm looking, oh, so yeah. I'm looking at, so the website that I pull most of, if you, if you ever want spoilers on where I get my horror news from, uh, gorezone.net is fantastic. There's no nice. ads and it's great. Anyway, cool. I, it's been around for 23 years. I love it. And it's <laughs> never changed. Um, it's so good. Dylan, go there right now and look at this web design. Is it um, updated? Uh, yeah. Um, but it hasn't changed and it's up to date. But anyway, right now uh, they're doing their, 23rd annual best of horror of where you vote you to vote you have to send them an email with your ballot <laughs> anyway so i'm looking i'm that. looking at the covers i'm looking at all the movies that are up for it I, malignant not a slasher zone.com net oh .net. when i went to dot com do you know where it took me oh god no mm. it redirected me to shop.fangoria.com wow Fango how dare they up. shameless fango coming for gore zone yeah, Gorzone.net, man. It's Sorry, it is a Gorzone.net is a great um horror news site for sure. Oh my. Did, what in the I know 1998. I know. <laughs> I know they got frames. It's yeah, it's hey, oh it's goodness. great. Okay. 
look at anyway, they're super useful. I use them every week. Uh, but anyway, I'm looking at their their list of all the horror movies that came out this year. No, I, I, I'm unless we're counting Halloween Kills, we haven't. Ha- I don't think we've had a slasher at all. Uh, mm, Fear Streets, but those are Netflix. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but those were good though. Um, but anyway, so no, we haven't had a good slasher in theaters in a in a minute. Um, but I was, I think Dylan and I were both pretty hyped for this for Scream Five. Um, okay. And let's get it. Uh, do you feel like it delivered, Dylan? It delivered. It met expectations for me. I really enjoyed it. I I wasn't sure. I I was kind of middle of the road on four. Um, I, I love four. So. I like four. I I love the beginning of four. <laughs> I love the beginning of four. I think that's fantastic and exactly what Scream should be doing. Um, but I I, I mean, I do, I like it like I like three. Like it's it's not my favorite entry in the series. To me, it's it's one and two. Um, I mean, one is like far ahead, though. Um, oh yeah. I mean, one one is innovative and et cetera, et cetera. But um, what about you, Monica? Did you have a good time with Scream Five? I mean, it was fine. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought all the kills were great. I was oh man, the they were sick. Some yeah. of, man, some of those kills were that, disgusting. <laughs> but other than that, like story wise, I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, it is a bit of a stretch. Like, oh, the long lost daughter of Billy Loomis. Oh, okay, yes. sure, whatever. I know that that was kind of weak. Um, but it is scream. I mean, yeah, right. That is, yeah, it is. It's a scream level plot. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll say the de aging. I assume de aging because he looked fantastic on Skeet Ulrich. Like, I don't yeah. think it was de aging. Because he looked the same. Yeah, I think he just genuinely looks like that because I was <laughs> no, he looks older. What no? He's in Riverdale. What? He looks a lot. He he looks a lot older How now. Is he good for him? They did some smoothing. I don't okay. think, but I think Monica has sure. a point. They didn't. It, they didn't have to do a lot of work. No, you know? they didn't yeah. hit him too hard. Oh yeah, no, he looks great. Yeah. yeah, that was that. I I loved the Billy stuff. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I I love that they played into um uh all the well uh, no one ever talks about Stu. It's always Billy is the killer. Yeah. First one. Billy and Stu. And they played no, into that. Billy. This this was super meta in all the ways that I wanted it to be meta. They addressed mm-hmm. my Scream 5 thing. I love that. I was like, you jerks. You know, you still get to make me mad at this point. Uh, they listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. They listen. Um, I think, honestly, the weakest parts of it were uh, related to the legacy characters. Like, yeah. and, I, and I like the legacy 100%. characters. I like them. I love having them there. But like I, I mean, Gail and Dewey. I mean, Dewey was the strongest one. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, they didn't really add much to the thing. They only needed to be there to anchor this one into the scream future. You know what yes. I mean? Like, it's, it's I, unfortunate. I agree. I think they weren't very organically folded in. Mainly Gail mm-hmm. and Sydney. They could have just like yeah, do we mm-hmm. make honestly sense. you could have yeah you could have reskinned this movie to not be Scream and not had right those three characters and it would have been this like still good, I think, you know. So the mm-hmm. Dewey character could have been called anybody else and it would have been Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I like the Dewey mm-hmm. character and I thought that was a good I, I thought Dewey was definitely the strongest of those three. Mm-hmm. Um but I I liked Randy's 
Randy's nephews or whatever uh adopt what were they they're like his uh, no the nephew and niece right nephew and niece yeah. nephew and niece yeah 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 I liked them a lot I thought they were my favorite of the new cast um yeah the lady was the I don't know the actress that played the niece but she was so like just like Randy but in the mm-hmm. more obnoxious way I I thought she was great um I I don't have much bad to say about the movie other than I think it was a little heavy handed, like Dylan said, with bringing in the the legacies. It's like, okay, well, all right, we got to do it. So here they are. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. What what did you what are the problems did y'all have with it? I um, where do I start? Um, I was not a fan of like the whole. I mean, I know that this is like the whole thing about Scream and what makes the Scream franchise Scream. But I wasn't a fan of like the whole explanation of like the requel thing. It was like it just went on way too long for me. Okay. I'm like, huh. like I get it. I know what time I'm living in. It's 2022. I don't sure. need this explained to me. But you know. Yeah. Like, well, a lot, a lot of people do though. I think like lot, we're yeah. very plugged in. But that's I think true. Some people maybe not know about that. You know, it, maybe that wasn't for us. You got to yeah. remember. Hey, okay, look, I'm, I'm going to give you an example. You weren't on last week and you weren't at the store when this happened. Um, a, a guy came in, uh, mm-hmm. a customer came in, you would know him, former box holder, um, came in and he had just seen the King's Man. Mm-hmm. Didn't know there was a one and a two. Just mm-hmm. went in seeing it, just to see the pictures. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's based on a comic book. You guys got the comic book? And they sold him the <laughs> comic book and he went to go, he's like, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. these people who are not that clued in who might not sure. know. I mean, they, they know that Scream exists. I'm sure like you're not going to yeah. go see a new Scream yeah. movie not having ever heard of Scream before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like uh, how many times have they remade Texas Chainsaw and people don't know that there's a one from the 70s, you know? Uh, or they happens. know about it, but they don't think about like the decision making into a requel, you know, and try mm-hmm. to market, like have your cake and eat it too. The companies yeah. not worked for me, but I mean, I liked the the star wars uh analogy you know i don't know that probably didn't work for a lot of people like the ryan johnson stuff um but i thought it was funny um it was a little on the nose i like that the villains were basically like angry 4chan fanboys i loved that it was just like it was the they had big release the snyder cut energy or reddit they were like they met on reddit yeah 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 I don't know how I felt about that. <laughs> I, I know. I, like I, I wanted to ask you, you about that, Monica. Okay. Like, if, did you I feel think, attacked at all? <laughs> I, okay. I think it's because I, I live my life like this, you know, like every day I, I have, I see on Twitter, internet, Reddit, whatever, all these Redditors saying these things and, you know, right. And, and, and I guess it just did attack me personally, which I know it's supposed to, <laughs> but I was like, man, like I'm so tired. <laughs> let me yeah. let me just enjoy let me live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, and it especially hurt me whenever um, what's his face from the boys, um, said uh, you know I don't get why fandom is toxic. I was like, okay, no, I'm not. I'm not here <laughs> yeah, for this. See, I I loved how meta it was because like I think, I think Scream Four tried to be meta and mm-hmm. they didn't achieve it they did well in the first act or the first intro bit. Um, but I think it didn't, it wasn't as like meta as the first one was. 
Sure. Um, and this one really, to me, uh, nailed that tone <clears throat> of that first one of the people discussing and dissecting film because mm-hmm. we've had those conversations on this show you know yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> we've talked about i mean i don't think i've ever said the word requel um but, <laughs> i didn't um, know that word until this movie i think they made it up i've okay. never heard it before no it's been uh, a thing is it i've never heard yeah it. okay well i'm gonna start using it now requel yeah. you see now now we just seem like scream stands like bandwagon scream stands <laughs> yeah well, well I just thought... jokes on them when i show up with my ghost face pants <laughs> but Joke's i thought they did them. a good job of like balancing the toxic people with like the other characters and like mindy's character like she was a super sure. fan but she was like the good side of that you know yeah she mm-hmm. seemed like she may have been a little bit annoyed by the new star wars trilogy too but she wasn't like trying to kill people over it you know yeah and she still she was like cool and chill like i thought it wasn't just yeah, like i like her. F, f, i thought it wasn't just like f people who like things you know like it wasn't mm-hmm. it didn't go so far as to do that it was just like saying, yeah I don't like, think oh wow like... don't get too crazy you know and yeah it almost mm-hmm. it was like a little bit removed from reality like obviously this would not happen i would hope but i mean people get really mad about this stuff you know like mm-hmm. tell that tell that to john lennon Right, I mean, like it happened for real. I mean, it's music, but like, same deal. Um, it but, hasn't you know, happened with like movies, so we can laugh about it and scream. That's true, you know. So that's true. I don't know. It it was very real, and it was meta in the way that I thought like Matrix wanted to be. You know. Yes. Like, and that they pulled sure. it off for me anyway. But um, I still I still hold that if Matrix maintained that first act throughout the whole movie, it would have been ten out of ten picture. I I loved that first act of Matrix. I thought that they they had a lot they had a lot to work with and then just threw it away and just made another Matrix movie. It's weird but. that we got two movies back to back where they had a sequence of them like dragging themselves in their own movie. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. that is yeah. weird, right? Um, but then Matrix, I don't think stuck the landing, and this one did to a better extent. So I don't know it 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 didn't feel like Scream and like the kills and the and the plot to me. Um, I agree. It felt reskinned a little bit, but um, sure. I enjoyed it. I really like uh, these two directors. I can't remember their name, but they, I've only seen one of their movies and it's ready or not. Um, so I was hoping for that mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Um, I'm looking it up. Oh, is uh, Matt Bettinelli open and Tyler Gillette? Uh, Gillette? Yeah. Do you oh, remember Tyler Ready or Gillette. Not? Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. We saw that together. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. So I was hoping for that kind of vibe, and I think I got that to some extent. My favorite sequence was the one with uh, Wes in the house, um, where he just kept opening all the doors. Oh my god! It was, yeah. that it was so, so agonizing. It was like it almost went on too long. I thought um, I loved it. I loved that. But so then, much. as soon and as soon as I was like, "All right, I'm getting bored," it, it was over. Speaking uh, of Wes, Wes, speaking of Wes and tributes, um, I I want to circle back to that to to Wes Craven himself, but. I had to double check myself. I was like, wait a minute, is John John Carpenter still alive? Right. Cause I feel like there was like so many like John Carpenter homages in this movie. Like, did he just pass away and I forgot? Mm-hmm. Like, but um I, I I was like kind of taken aback by that. But um do you think that this carries on Wes Craven's vision for the franchise pretty well? Or do you it's think hard it's hard to say like, what his vision is because each movie is so vastly different, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, agree. I thought I was worried. I said this going in that it would be like a I was worried that it would be like an interpretation, like a imitation of 
Wes Craven, which I didn't want. I wanted them to have like their own voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the only way they could do that is by acknowledging it like they did in this, you know, being like, we know I'm not Wes Craven. We're doing this, you know. And so I, I think, think that I think that like had to be in it, but I, I think it was different enough. It, it wasn't and, I, and I agree. And I, and I think mm-hmm. that itself makes it like Wes Craven's vision because one, two, three, and four are all different. And this one is also different and another evolution in the style. Uh, so sure. I think honestly, like this could have been directed by Wes Craven at that point. Like uh, I think had the script come to him like this, I think he would have liked it. And I think, um, I, I don't know. I, I was really happy with it. Um, I know service always... did help it a little bit. I think. Oh, well, of course, man, there was that. If he there was that a... away, it would be a lot more mid for me. Yeah. Uh, like what kind of fan service? Like the legacies? Well, legacy characters and just mm-hmm. it being scream and having that connection in my head, you know, and ghost face. Like you, if it was, you... if all that was taken away, I think I wouldn't like it as much. You know what immersion breaking thing I get out of scream every single time is the voice changer gimmicks. Like that's not how those things work. <laughs> like it's not as bad just... as Scream Three. Well, Scream Three is offensively like it's a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Yes. Scream <laughs> Three. Do, I, Monica, do you remember the how the voice changing works in Scream Three? No, Where... I I've I've only seen one the TV series and, and this one. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> and then so a it, recap. And so then a recap it, of. So in Scream One and Two, the killer sounds the same. You know, mm-hmm. but it's you know okay, they've yeah. got the box that makes you sound like Ghostface. Like, yes. okay, that doesn't exist, yeah. but you know, go off. Uh, Scream three, uh, they have a different box where the killer like captures everyone's voice. So like he calls you as Dewey or calls you as Gale or calls you as mm. Sydney, which also is technology that doesn't exist. And I'm like, this, the, I don't know. This is the Ghostface. I mean, I love the Ghostface voice, so I'm okay with it. The, and the mm-hmm. performance of Ghostface was top notch in this one. I don't know the actor's name. I should, um, but it is a little immersion breaking for me. For okay, it's just we're gonna we're gonna do this. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna pretend that they all sound the same. Okay, and, and yeah. the and the oh and the other the other immersion breaking thing that they they do regularly in Scream, with the exception of I think, well, really the second one they do it too. Um, particularly when there's killers of differing heights. Um, yes, bro. Man. Yeah, because like yeah, that, so that like because when you find out that you know uh, who's the killers, like well, first of all, the guy that killed the person that killed Dewey was at least six inches taller than Dewey, mm-hmm. and you're telling me it's this girl. Um, and picked like, him up and gutted him like a fish from both sides. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, this was clearly not this person. I'm like, okay. Oh, it was Jack Quaid. He did it. I was like, okay, that makes sense. But then they double down and she says that she killed Dewey. I'm like, okay, I saw it. No, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a grown man. That was a tall yeah. man. That, that, that. Is, that, is, that is a taxpayer, you know? That being said, I didn't really <laughs> like that says. character and, and her performance. I, uh, I did too. Amber Freeman. I like the whole... Okay, wait. I, I like the all the new cast. Except for like with a little asterisk by Melissa Barrera, the main character, Sam, Sam Carpenter. Mm. She was um, fine. Yeah. It was fine, but like it felt a little half baked, the whole like being a daughter of a serial killer. Like I wanted to see like a little darkness, you know? And she just seemed very like You mean other than just the very end where she vanilla, you know? Right. And um I don't know. I, I thought it was just like a big ask to be like, she's struggling with this. And I didn't, I don't know. It didn't connect with me. I don't think she delivered that for, for whatever reason. 
I liked I, her a lot I, in the Heights, though. I don't. I don't disagree with you. That's think, a big. Um, that's like the acting. That's like the biggest acting ask of the whole cast. I feel like you know. Yeah. Is like mm-hmm. to play that duality, and she played a great like final girl, but not with like the like the tinge of darkness for me. You know. I agree. Sure. My favorite was Jenna Ortega, her sister. She was my favorite one. She was really good. Oh, she was. Uh, she was great. No, mm-hmm. I liked uh, Jasmine Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mindy Meeks Martin. Rant. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was my great. favorite. I loved it. Yeah. I love the the sequence of her on the couch watching the thing. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I love that. Like, so look behind much. you. <laughs> no, so you bad. stupid. Look behind you. <laughs> like, this is. Good. I feel like, like Wes Craven would have absolutely adored that. You know, like that's perfect. That was um, good. I loved it. But um, so you want to rate this thing? Uh, so we rate these movies um on a CGC scale, uh, or just the comic creating scale. Um. I am going to give this. Ooh, I, you know what? Hold on. I got to look at my letterbox. What did I do? Okay. So I gave Scream one four out of five, and I gave this three out of five. So I'm going to say seven five. I'll give this a seven five. Okay. Seven five. I'm going to give it an 8.0. 8.0. That's, wow. I, that's, where, that's where I was at. I was almost at eight. That's pretty good, I think. It is. Uh, Monica? 6.5 for me. Yikes. That's yeah. still decent. But yeah, that's, that's still not bad. The passing grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at least a C. Yeah. That makes our show our our show score a seven five. So there we go. Or nice. seven point three, but we round up. So that's seven point five. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm I'm happy with that because that is my score. So <laughs> there we go. Um, but I really looked for I was really happy to see this and hopefully we can see some other good horror movies coming up, which we can talk about here in a bit. Do you want to see them carry this on with the same? Yes, I so do. I so do make it. Give me new ones. Get don't bring any. Don't bring anybody back. There was a little tease (laughs) of the main character from. Scream four being alive, Hayden Panettiere's character. Like there was like when someone was on their phone, there was a YouTube video of her talking about her story. Oh, like, was there really? Back. Yeah, mm. I missed that. So, I want them to do more with her. Hey, I and we had movie. we had Martha Meeks come back from Scream Three. That was great. Oh yeah! Everybody cheered Home when she came on the screen from if... <laughs> from Princess yeah. Diaries. Yeah, that's what oh, I know yeah. her from too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I know her from Scream. I'm sorry. <laughs> the uh, and the also Hostel not too. understanding best friend from Princess Diaries. Yeah. Exactly. The classic. I hated her. I hated her. Anyway. <laughs> what? Oh she sucked. God. She sucked. No. Get out of here. And Hathaway was going through a crisis and she was just like, be a better friend. I don't know. <laughs> she was like the boyfriend from Double Wears Prada. She was that character. Oh. I also like the boyfriend in Double Wears Prada. Oh, no. He just missed his birthday. Okay. That's it. Literally. No. Literally. <laughs> We'll review. So, so, uh, we'll, so anyway, we'll do Anne Hathaway month later. Oh we'll God! Those. Uh, all right, so we're gonna do we're gonna do uh, Les Mis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna oh, see you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Dylan, do you have any news this week? We got lots of news. Okay. Um, first off, we'll start with the big one: the Moon Knight trailer. What and release date? March thirtieth. Oh, you didn't know, Michael? Maybe you should watch it real quick. Um, oh, yeah. Hold on. There's a show coming it. out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, what's that? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, starring Oscar Isaac. Uh, yes. 
we got like an almost mm-hmm. two minute trailer um it felt like we had we're in a little dry sprout because dry sprout because we hadn't had any marvel stuff you know like no am i wrong or after spider-man were we at a point where there was like no marvel trailers even for something upcoming uh i mean no, you're correct there, there wasn't yeah. there were no tr- active trailers for any of the upcoming stuff no dr strange yeah dr strange there's no yeah, trailer that's for what that. I was about to bring up. Oh, well, well I guess the... that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that little after credit scene. You're right. That, that mm-hmm. counts. Yeah, but still, I felt like I felt like we haven't had something. I, I no, you know? I agree. We haven't had a Marvel oh. thing to look forward to, really. But I'm looking forward to this. What do you guys think? Oh boy, I'm so ready for it. It's Mooney's time to shine, boys. <laughs> Let's go. This looks yeah. great, uh, and looks like uh, they're going all in on the different personalities too. Because so they've got mm-hmm. him as his Stephen Grant. Uh, Play, yep. uh, billionaire playboy type is, is Iron Man knockoff. Um, yep. And and then they're like, hey, Mark, why are you calling me Mark? Um, so I think this looks fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. I, I love the costume. I, I'm about it. I hope we get to see a lot of Moon Knight. Though. Same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you like you see the flash? You got you get to, you got Khonshu in there. They had the big yeah. bird mask. Man, he looked look pretty scary, actually. Man, this is so cool. <laughs> I mean, now I saw the trailer and I got pissed because it means I'm never gonna get that werewolf by night 32. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. Michael. It's never gonna happen now. Game <laughs> over. Maybe the show will flop and no one will care. You never know. Yeah, they, yeah, that'll be it. Now the trailer mm-hmm. does when's it set? It because some of the tech in this looks older to me. I thought it was present day. Does it? Maybe I'm just mm. tripping, but like it looked like hmm. Hmm. I might just be my, I might be tripping. They could jump around too. Who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm very excited. I think Australia looks phenomenal. I will say I got I was talking to people at the store today and there was a lot of uh, lukewarm reception to it. Really? But really? Yeah, everyone literally everyone I talked to is like, meh. It did What's nothing. their name and why are they banned Boys from Bedrock? No, no, no. Hear me out. Okay, I'm think kidding. I'm kidding. Marvel, these Marvel Disney Plus trailers and Star Wars aren't, I don't know, they don't deliver too much. They don't feed us, you know? They're like, we know you'll watch, save the date. It's basically like that, you know? true. And there wasn't a lot of action in this trailer. It was just like, here's the hook, goodbye, you know? Which I think is what I want to see as a fan because I'm already going to watch, so I don't need you to show me too much, you know? Mm -hmm. It's Oscar Isaac, it's Moon Knight, it's Marvel, I'm going to watch, you know? But Mm -hmm. I think... Maybe as someone who doesn't care, maybe it didn't uh, over deliver. Wow. That's the only that's the only reason I could think of why someone would have a lukewarm reception to it. But I think the hook is very interesting of him not. I haven't read Moon Knight. I know the premise of Moon Knight, but I haven't seen this in a movie like with the multiple personalities and not knowing. And it looks like multiple times throughout he's going to switch between. It's going to be like split, you know, but with a mm. hero you know i think that's like a super solid premise and hook that's like would be good even if it wasn't marvel so i'm very excited yeah me too obviously yeah i'm so but hyped i'm excited for uh, an adaptation of something i like to be good mm-hmm. that's, i'm ready dark tower, dark tower who dark tower who <laughs> all right michael we're, move, we're moving on uh we're, we're, we're team moon knight now i hope it's good oh it yes. will be always it has to be this is his redemption after Apocalypse, you know, which wasn't his fault. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Maybe he'll appear as Apocalypse in Multiverse of Madness. That'd be hey, cool. re- remember X-Men Apocalypse? Barely. 
I don't Oops. remember. I remember. <laughs> I don't know her. Painfully little about that movie. <laughs> I think I've only seen half of it. I've never gone Oof. back. Um, I'm it's the good. right choice. It's the right choice. I'm, I'm good. I did watch Dark Phoenix, though. Oh, that oh, one's God. even worse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have I have the popcorn bucket, though. It's nice. <laughs> For Dark Phoenix? Or... Yeah, Dark Phoenix. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's nice. It's a nice bucket. Mm. That's the best thing I got out of that movie. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, Spider-Man Far From Home is now the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. So wow. uh, there's that. It's got it's made 1.6. Yeah, good for her. We love to see it. I love that for her. Um, <laughs> it's made 1.6 billion dollars. So oh, good the for movies her. are still alive for uh, Marvel. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Although they, was they, it? They ben Affleck the... said this week he was like, soon movie theaters are going to be just Marvel or I something that. like yes. that. It's like, all yeah, right. I saw that. Relax, old man. Although I'm sorry, gonna... Last Duel didn't perform. I mean, Sc- Scream beat out No Way Home. Finally, dethroned it this week. So that's well, good. In, in America, wow. yeah. In America, yes. It made a respectable thirty-six million, which isn't making a big splash, but it was made I mean, for ni- nineteen good. million. So mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be just fine, you know. Yeah, we'll get another one. Always, they're cheap. They'll never yeah. end. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm looking forward to Scream thirty-five. Just oh, <laughs> well, so well, where do they go from here, though? That's my problem with taking away the numbers. You have to start adding subtitles. Mm-hmm. No, they're so all scream. Just it's just yeah. scream 2025. Just 2020. year. Yeah. Oh, you add no. more e's and a's in the in the word. Uh, <laughs> oh, brother! No, oh, brother! This guy stinks. All right, what else you got, Dylan? Um. Rotten Tomatoes released their like awards show thing, which I didn't really know was a thing. They're Golden Tomatoes. I, I vaguely do. But okay. um, the highest rated animated show was Invincible, which is they count as have gotten the most positive reviews. So it's not necessarily the highest percentage, but the most uh, possibly positively reviewed show was okay. that. Hmm. And then the most possibly positively reviewed TV show is WandaVision, which I'm very happy about. Nice. Wow. It deserves it. I, I liked it a lot. I know Monaco's kind of mid on WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, the best. You know, it's it's the best Disney like Plus Wanda. show. I don't like Wanda. So that's that's on me. We know? need to have you on the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, one of those shows. We're going to do For real. Them. Okay. Because we're both Wanda <laughs> apologists. Go. We're both Wanda apologists. So we need like. Yeah. We need someone to balance us and go, no, oh, no, it's fine. No, Wanda's. It, we need a villain. Yeah. We need a no. the Doctor Strange. She was sad. I'm I'm here to be the villain, um, only because of what <laughs> happened to my boy Tony in Age of Ultron and in Civil War. So <laughs> Tony, the billionaire but, warmonger, arms dealer. Oh, here we go. You. He's, and, yeah, Elon Musk. If he made bombs, not wow. controlling her powers, <laughs> doing her own thing, and who gets Re- blamed reckless. for it? My man. Tony blamed Bucky for killing his parents when he killed Wanda's parents? Shame. In front of my salad? Okay. In front of my salad? I want to do this on a whole show. That'd be really fun. I do too. I'll moderate. I'll moderate. (laughs) We'll we'll have have the Tony v. Wanda debate. That would be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they'll fight in Multiverse Madness. That'd be cool. Okay. Moving on. Moving on from from the trash WandaVision show. 
Yeah, from the garbage um, WandaVision. Where's Tony Vision? Tony Vision. <laughs> but no, it's just Tony, but it's just Tony Collette. It's Tony Collette, though. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I, I'm, I'm in for that, though. Yeah, now me with my hereditary sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, that's what I want from Multiverse Man. It's the helmet to come off, and then it's Tony Collette. Oh, my God. And, oh my God. and, and she that's does a hereditary monologue. I am your mother. That would yeah. be awesome. Oh, that's me. Don't you dare 100%. swear at me. <laughs> anyway, the movie we deserve. That's what would bring Monica oh, yeah. and I together on Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I'm here for it. Okay. <laughs> okay. More Marvel news. Black Panther. It's going to resume filming. They're saying it's going to be out on time, which is end of this year, winter, okay. November, December, something like that. Um, Letitia Wright is uh, allegedly healed and coming back to the states to finish her stuff. Um, so that's good news, I think. Um, are you guys mm-hmm. still hyped for Black Panther 2? I really have yeah. no idea what to think about it because I don't know what to expect. It's like, I mean, I'm sure it will be a big question. Good. I'm sure it will be yeah, good. I had heard that Winston Duke had gotten a pay raise, like a huge one. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, my boy in Baku, I'm here for it. Right. Yeah, that's the next that's the next uh news thing. So we can talk about that too. He's a mm. oh, yeah. an expanded role, they said. He negotiated mm. it just now while the movie's being filmed. So I'm like That's weird. Mm. Okay. You could read the tea leaves if you want, if you you, know, <laughs> if you, you can but read like, the tea leaves and see uh, a couple of things. You can see that the story wasn't good or the movie that they're making wasn't very good. And so Winston Duke is like, hey, you want to make this better? How about we do this? Pay me more. They oh, yeah. chose a blood, a successor, yes, and they decided to go with a different one. That's true. With a different mm-hmm. actor to do that, I don't know. I will that say on the live show tonight we have a first Mbaku. Get in while get, you get can. in on the oh, ground floor. Okay. Get in, on the get in while you floor. can. I don't know. All right, not not me about to show up in the live. <laughs> live show. Cla- claim on M, <laughs> Dylan. If Dylan, if it doesn't drop on M, you're doing it wrong. There's no M, I'm sorry. What? Make I'll an make M. One. Okay. We'll go through L. <sighs> but would you guys uh okay, are you team Sherry becoming Black Panther or team Mbaku becoming Black Panther or other? Okay, so do so... I have to or both? Do I, I don't know. If I have to take all my personal uh opinions and thoughts. Yeah, about just character. No, sure. actually don't take it out. Don't take it out. What okay. do you want to see happen? Um yeah. man. I like Mbaku actually. Yeah. I think I think it's a good choice. Now, <clears throat> that's that's with my personal sentiments involved. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. ha- having just seen the first movie and go- not knowing nothing else after that, but all the the other uh, onset drama for two, I would have picked Shuri. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, but now yeah. I, I'm. I, but I also would have been fine if you had told me from from jump it was going to be Winston Duke. That's also fine. Or Mbaku, I'd be fine with that too. But now I'm super mm-hmm. about it. I would love if there yeah. was some way they could figure out how to make Okoye Black Panther. I don't know. Or... Oh, I mean, that would be the greatest. Oh, that'd be so dope. That's that. what I know that wasn't yeah. the option I presented, but uh, Mbaku makes sense too. I don't know. I don't see why there... I know there's probably a reason why, but why there can't be more than one. It'd be cool if they shared or something. Hmm. Mbaku and Okoye? I don't know. I That's mean, why I when, when's it coming out? End of this year. Okay. 
Well, I mean, we'll see. Allegedly, we'll see. I mean, we'll yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I hear that. Um, but, yeah, like um, character-wise, story-wise, it makes sense that it would be Shuri. But again, mm-hmm. I agree with Michael. Personal-wise, it's Winston all the way. I'm here for him. Plus, I've always liked Mbaku anyway. So, same. Yeah, I like them both a lot. People, well, I see a lot of people want Killmonger. I'm like, I don't know how they would pull that off. I know he's dead. You know? I mean, I mean, if Killmonger was alive, that is my choice. For but, real. But I mean, I think it'd be really lame. Just like, oh, he's not dead, and now he's Black Panther. But if they like is had it? him in jail or something, and then brought him back or whatever, that's different. But is it completely out of the question for it to be like Angela Bassett? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> She's not that she's old. She's a new Black Panther. Mm-hmm. She's I mean, not that old. Let's do it. Why not? And she, Why you not? saw her fight in What If, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, let's right? go. She was insane. Yeah. She, she, did the, she did the mocap for it. They can just animate her like they did in that show. Exactly. Um, you know what? Okay. That's it. Angela Bassett. But go on, Dylan. I think we've theorized everyone at this point that was in Black Panther. Uh, uh, Martin Freeman. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> he he walks he walks in and sees the black panther suit and he's like next time that's how the movie ends. <laughs> uh what a hero anyway <laughs> um moving on to dc yes we got a first official look at the batgirl costume um for the hbo movie i, I had to get mm-hmm. that straight because i can't remember where and when it's coming out but um it's an hbo max exclusive movie um Starring Leslie Grace. She's from In the Heights as well. Um, and it also has Michael Keaton's Batman. And uh, oh my gosh, why do I keep drawing a blank on the Gordon? Which Gordon is in this one? The Snyder one. Oh. Uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Because oh, they're yeah. pulling okay. from all these different like universes Multiverses. for this, yeah, for this movie. Yeah, so that's the formula. Um, it looks very Burnside inspired. Burnside is my favorite run of Batgirl. Um I'll save my thoughts on it. What do you guys think? I, I think I think the costume looks good. Um, I'm not yeah, a huge I Batgirl agree. fan. I haven't read a lot of Batgirl, but I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. I think it looks... Same. I'm happy with it. Um, I think it looks... Maybe it's just the lighting of the photo. It looks a little CW. It does. Um, it's got the CW filter on top. So I, it's, it's very shiny, the costume, maybe. I know a lot of people are saying, like, oh, well, that's her homemade suit. Um, I don't know. It looks a little. It looks a little cheap to me. I know it's HBO Max, but I'd like to see her at like cinema level. You know, like Batman. Yeah. Sure. Maybe it's because it's purple, but I like the purple. So I don't know. It's I, a very shiny it's leather. Though. I think that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, see, I'm not hung up on that at all, really. But I'm. I have no real investment in Batgirl's costume because, again, I've read very little <laughs> Batgirl. If but, I didn't know uh, what was happening and you showed me this and said, what's this from? I would say Titans. Like I would guess Titan, you know? I don't disagree mm-hmm. with that assessment. I don't so, disagree with that. It does look like CW. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll look better in motion or something. Will- yeah. yeah. I think everyone yeah. should keep in mind not to judge from a photo. You know, I think we've learned our lesson time after time of time of everyone doing that and then being seeing the movie and being like, oh, actually, I liked it, you know? Yeah. So. I don't know. Right. The directors posted about that too. They did a little meme of Batman slapping Robin. 
um with like robin was saying like it looks like cosplay and then batman was like just wait for the movie you know so <laughs> they're aware that it's had a negative reception okay we'll see okay it'll be good i'm rooting I'm, for this sure movie i love batgirl i want it to be good i want it to be in theaters but whatever who's directing it <laughs> the guys who did bad boys for life which i didn't see but apparently no apparently that movie was good I mean, it was really we, saw, well we saw it we reviewed it no i did not no you and we, ron did i think i i watched that movie for this podcast i i wasn't on did. at the time or something or i missed Dylan. an episode michael i didn't see that movie i swear we did i, I you did dude <laughs> you oh, did. i saw it there's <laughs> no I way saw i saw it, it. i completely forgot it's bad it's real bad bad boys for life I don't yeah. want to gaslight myself. I mean, <laughs> I'm. I mean, I don't want to pull up the episode log, but I mean, I think you saw it. Well, I mean, if I did, I'm sorry to this man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, you might not have. I mean, I'll, I'll look through while you read this. It's next got story. a 76 on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm, which is Ron, a miracle for, it. for a bad boy sequel. You know, Ron loved it honestly. So there's that. The directors are Adil El Abri and Bilal Falah. Okay. Which I think this was their first movie, if I remember correctly. Really? Um, yeah. Mm. And then the writer of Batgirl is Christina Hodson, who wrote Birds of Prey. So we'll okay. see. Okay. You know what? Um, <laughs> we reviewed it on our Will Smith retrospective. <laughs> was I on that? Uh, yes, Michael, Ron, and Dylan. We talked about iRobot, Gemini Man, and Bad Boys for Life. Well, sorry to this man. I don't remember that movie. <laughs> it's very forgettable. I couldn't tell it, you one thing about it. It was in May of 2020, dude. It was, a, was there it an was evil like, lady in that movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> man. <laughs> and, and, and they went to like sepia tone Mexico and like she controlled weather on them and then she like destroyed a mansion and... <clears throat> It was you very... know if it's Mexico, if it doesn't have the Valencia Pro filter on it. It did, but it's at night. Oh, okay. Valencia Pro, but at like night. Like S- Sicario, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I'm rooting for this movie. I hope it's good, despite all of its uh, negative whatever press. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I hope it's okay. good. Um, speaking of not good, uh, <laughs> there's, a new <laughs> there's a new show coming out. I'm just kidding. Maybe it'll be great. For CW, uh, called Justice U, and it is a spinoff starring Diggle. Uh, well, that's not his name. David Ramsey is his name. He played Diggle in the Arrowverse. Um, okay. At the end of Arrow, they teased that he might be John Stewart. Oh, really? It's it's really? a whole thing. I don't want to get into it, but okay. he might be a Green Lantern, and they're like, he might be John Stewart, even though he's not that character at all. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's. <laughs> anyway um this is a show where he'll be like training new uh heroes at an academy called justice you okay and, uh five young metahumans that's what it says that's all we know about it though hmm. um i don't know i'd kind of like to let the arrowverse die yeah mm-hmm. yeah biggest time time just kill mm-hmm. it let's call it good you know supergirl flash and arrow all ended um, so I think we should just let them all run their course, you know. Mm-hmm. The only yeah, thing that's tied into it is still going is is Legends of Tomorrow still going? I think it is. No, somehow. surely that show is not still going. I think There's... it is because I follow Stop. Matt Ryan. 
I think, yeah, I think, I think that's how it's going. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That and Stargirl and Naomi are like. But those aren't know, in the Arrowverse, at least. So. Oh, they aren't. I don't no. know nothing about that. <laughs> have you watched Naomi? I just know that they're on. No, I just know. Me neither. I don't have CW, so I, I haven't seen anything. Me neither. I want to watch it though, but. Um, and then they ha- oh they have Superman and Lois which is in the seat in oh that's the right Arrowverse. Eh, hmm. with their annoying little kids. Um, okay, so safe to say none of us are going to watch Justice U. Uh yeah, that's a, that's I. Who could no. they have in the Justice U that would make you watch it? Anyone or no? Oh man, mm. no, dude. <laughs> Spider Man. Think. Spider-Man. <laughs> Andrew Garfield Boba Fett. for me. Thank you. <laughs> it, honestly, it would have to be an actor that I really cared about. Mm-hmm. Like, really cared about. You or don't care about any teen actors? I don't. I I, I liked Haley Seinfeld. <laughs> She's an adult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't really know any teen actors. Yeah, yeah. same. Sorry, Dylan. I don't know. Tony Collette? I don't. Huh? As a teen, <laughs> she has range. She could do it. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd book it. You know, I'd, I'd go see it. She looks about the same age as the cast of Riverdale. They're all full-grown adults as well. I mean, That's right? Yeah. Just put enough makeup on her. Just put a little filter. Exactly. Put some neon lights. Call it a day. She should just be in everything. I agree. For real. Okay, so we have a doozy for the last one. I'm sure you guys heard about it. The Joss Whedon drama. He's been trending for a couple days. Oh, no. Have, I or have you heard about it or no? What did he do now? Uh, he didn't. Well, he finally has like spoken out about all the allegations that we've covered over the past few yes. years. You know, um, mm-hmm. this is the first time he's really publicly said anything via uh, was it New York Times um, yeah. article called The Undoing of Joss Whedon. Ooh. And yeah. uh there was just so much that he said in it. He dug his grave even deeper. I felt it seemed yeah. like he was kind of trying to defend himself, but like, for example, his reason for uh, like Gal Gadot said that he threatened her, but then he was like, well, she doesn't understand English that well. Um, Yikes. And then she was like, Ooh. no, I, I understood, you know, um, I don't know how she would misinterpret him wanting to like have flash fall into like her chest you know and then right her refusing to mm-hmm. do that and then him still doing it with a body double pretending to be her i don't know like how could that's not a language barrier thing also you know mm-hmm. no um what else did he say he said the whole cast of justice league was rude <laughs> uh, rude <laughs> yeah he said they were <laughs> rude um apparently there's a part there's a, there was other editorial stuff in the thing um ben affleck wanted to was trying to organize a walkout on the on set really um wow yeah they said a lot of the problems stemmed from uh snyder really encouraging and liking actors input into the movie um into like like changing lines on the spot and stuff like that and then joss whedon came in and he hates that and he's like no the script is the script this is what we're doing um not collaborative at all you know right so they were still trying to give input about their characters and he was like no shut up this is my movie kind of thing you know so that's why he simultaneously simultaneously clashed with everyone i think you know um Mm -hmm. we could get into everything he responded to charisma carpenter 
um, saying he was too flowery with his speech. Um, he responded to hiring a intern from one of, from Dollhouse to come over to his house and watch him write. For, he would pay her twenty five hundred dollars just to watch him, like come over and watch him write. And he, she had to like sign a thing saying she wouldn't tell anyone. It was like so much weird behavior weird. that he. But, uh, but also, I want that a, job. Right. <laughs> it's amazing what what weirdos do. Watching. They, no, she had to be his girlfriend too. Unfortunately, it's amazing uh, what weirdos do when they get money and power. Yes, right? it's like Jesus. Like, um, relax. I know. They covered a new thing from Buffy with uh, Tara. I can't remember the name. She was the the like the young like child in it. Um, there was some rule where like she wasn't allowed to be alone in a room with him because of some incident that happened between them that like the whole set knows about, or they don't know what happened, but they know that she couldn't be alone with him. So someone always had to accompany her. It was weird. Um, There's wow. just like the article ended up being like I think he thought they were going to defend him. But then it came out and every time he would say something, they would follow up with like all this new evidence against him. And it was mm-hmm. really damning. So Solid. I don't know Way why he thought they would be like, you know what? He's sorry. <laughs> Long you know, thought. <laughs> um, but it was just like, it's actually a very good read. Like, it's really interesting, you know, um, and it has lots of uh, quotes from people, you know, as well, you know, just okay talking about him. So it's just like a little like insight into a monster a little bit, you know. That's exciting. He blames it on his uh, romance slash sex addiction. Ah, of course. Okay. <laughs> he said he felt like he had to sleep with all these people. Oh, my God. He said oh he didn't goodness. have a choice and he had to uh-huh. because he would regret not doing so. Oh, oh. my God. It's, so um, he, can he said, no, again, literally, right? and I'm not, I'm not like paraphrasing. He said, I didn't have a choice. And then the writer said that they laughed when he said that you know like haha yeah you didn't have a choice and he was like no i'm serious i didn't have a choice i felt like if i didn't i would regret it it was like he's really delusional you know it's it yeah. weird yeah but if you like mindhunter like that kind of thing you should read this article so that's a good idea i i, I after we're after we're done i'm gonna read it the big takeaway yeah, is he's never fine. coming back good so, get rid of him yeah, yeah. he's gone he this sucks. didn't save him. This Good was riddance. his chance um, to fess up and apologize to everyone, but he didn't do that. So goodbye. <laughs> Bye. That's all I got. Okay. I'll get through mine pretty quickly. I don't have too much. Um, let me start with the video game stuff. Uh, first, uh, the small video game news, uh, but big in your hearts. Uh, there's been some <laughs> Fortnite leaks. Small. Well, compared to the, the big, huge one, uh, <laughs> Fortnite leaks, we got some green goblin skins coming. Yeah, Gobby coming. Uh, what? What? Hawkeye? I got some other stuff like super cool. Uh, if you don't know, we've been playing Fortnite. All of us, uh, come get mm-hmm. on. Come, come Hawkeye find me in the Discord. Hawkeye Bishop, come find me in the Discord server, and uh, we'll get you. We'll get you squatted up with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm super excited about. Uh, I am for and sure going to get Green Goblin. Oh yeah, that too. That I've was a good able, show. I, I know everybody says it's good. I haven't watched it though. It's Haley Steinfeld's character, so they're doing like two Haley Steinfelds back to back. So Haley Squad? 
Yes, we can do a healing <laughs> squad. Yes. Nice. I I've, I I uh, I started making. This is really interesting. I started saving my loadouts of uh, skins, gliders, and back bling, whatever, uh, into like a bunch of presets, so they don't have to change it every time. And then I found out you can shuffle between your presets. Yeah. So I've got that. So now I'm just wait. Again. So you were just chaotically picking each uh-huh. time, like Michael. Yes. <laughs> I know. Well, I wasn't. I didn't change all that much. You know, I, I would usually keep the same glider, the same uh, harvester. I'd only change mm-hmm. the skin and the back bling. So, and I was like, well, it's a whole new world. But uh, the 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 big gaming news: uh, Microsoft is acquiring Activision Blizzard for sixty-eight point seven billion dollars. That's a number. Um, that's a, yeah. That's a number that just doesn't even sound Ooh. real at that point. Like, mm-hmm. y'all got that to just give away? To I mean, all right. Um, and <laughs> this article says uh, they Microsoft bought LinkedIn in 2016 for 26 billion dollars. So that gives you an idea of the scale. Um, so now Microsoft is going to own properties like Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Call of Duty, and Candy Crush. Um, and uh, many other things. Um, so this is, this is the biggest one of these merger things or not mergers. This is real big. So they bought Bethesda who makes Elder Scrolls for $7.5 billion. Mm -hmm. Um, but now this is just bananas. Like that's crazy. Like do they have to leg up on the exclusives now? If these are exclusive. Oh, there's there's no way they'd lose money by making Call of Duty an exclusive. Um, I, they can I put mean, them on Game Pass, and well, that's what that, that's what they'll do. They'll be on Game Pass, or mm. you can pay sixty bucks to play it on PlayStation. Um, yeah, you don't think any of them will be exclusive? Uh no. I I think you might get timed exclusive cosmetics and stuff. Um, or mm. maybe the best cosmetics skew towards Xbox. Um, but no way, not not with something like Call of Duty. Um, Overwatch, Diablo, Warcraft's PC only, so that's fine. Uh, Diablo is primarily yeah. a PC game, so I guess that's fine too. Um, but Overwatch and Duty, no way. Those those have to remain multi platform. <laughs> Duty. Uh, sorry, Duty. it's GameStop dog. That's what we call it. <laughs> Duty. I think I don't know. I like the chaos. So I think it'd be cool, uh, even oh, though it's I, not going to happen. If they did that, I'd be like, I it'd would be love a baller it. move. You know, I would love it. Like, oh yeah, you want to play Duty? Buy an Xbox. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can find, I mean, they can't do that move though until you can just re- find an Xbox. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so, I don't know. Overwatch Two is like still being developed. They could yeah. be like, or they could make it a timed exclusive on Xbox. Be like, you can get yeah, on PlayStation I mean, in a year, something like that. You know, like really screw them over. I think that'd be cool. I, I don't know if they would do a year, but they could do like a month or two, and it would that would translate to 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 money mm-hmm. for sure. But um, that's that's just a really wild story. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't affect me really at all because I don't play many Activision or or Blizzard games. Um, or it any affects of the me titles. if they do exclusives. I play Diablo and uh, or when a new one comes out. Oh, because you play. Overwatch. Oh, you have it on PlayStation. On oh, right. PlayStation, yeah. And I don't have an Xbox, mm. so I'm in trouble if they do the exclusives. But that's I right. still like to see it. Yeah, just is just to see the chaos. Like yeah. Microsoft is really changing it all up though by having Game Pass is really just a whole that'd be thing. a big incentive, you know, for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, the real baller move is when they put Game Pass on like Roku or you know, some <laughs> like a non-Xbox piece of hardware. 
It's already yeah. on phones and your computer. So the next step is they they get a you can download a Game Pass on your Roku, your Fire Stick, your Apple TV, Apple Watch, Apple Watch. I'm gonna play. I'm, I'm playing Quake Four. Oh, yeah, right here. My watch. <laughs> um, but if you get Game Pass on your PlayStation, that's that's like, whoa, they I would mean, never let them do that. Okay, they could though. If you if you if you make it run in a browser, which there's no reason they can't, because it is essentially uh, a higher end YouTube. There's no reason you can't um, do Game Pass on uh, uh, a PlayStation because you can already. There's a there's a really good emulation thing called Web Arcade, uh, Web R letter Arcade, um, that is all browser based, and you can play them on your Xbox or your PlayStation on the browser. Um, mm. And it is all just a fancy YouTube. I mean, it's all streaming, so there's no reason you couldn't. It I would feel take like some Sony would do coding. something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd the, like remove the browser or something. Yeah, right. But mm-hmm. imagine, though. Imagine the the ball. I think that's the ultimate baller move. Try to get people on other consoles to sign up for your Xbox service. That'd be I awesome. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, but anyway, um, a bit of fun gaming news, uh, tabletop gaming news. So uh, you remember uh, Logan Paul uh, pick, yeah, picked up uh, <laughs> world-renowned boxer Logan Paul. Or is that Jake? I don't remember. Undefeated. But, undefeated um uh, yeah he uh he bought a he bought a uh a box a sealed box of pokemon cards for three and a half million dollars um last year um supposed to be sealed and authenticated well they opened it and it was just gi joe cards (laughs) wow how is that possible someone faked it yeah Uh uh-huh yeah they took old shrink and put it on and put gi joe packs Mm-hmm. Can everyone do that? I don't understand. How did he not vet that? Or well, so he bought it from a sh- uh, from a shop um, that was a, a, that they said was sealed and authenticated. Um, however, shortly after announcing his purchase, many in the, in the Pokemon card community pointed out that the box was probably fake. Uh, he <laughs> headed to Chicago to check out the cards. Blah blah blah. Uh, it was all fake. Uh, yeah, he bought it at I don't know the name of the store. Uh, yeah, Baseball Card Exchange. Um, and baseball card exchange has had problems verifying validity of certain things, certain high-end um, gaming stuff in the past. Uh, and he was just buying it for the flex, you know. Of course. Because he can spend three and a half million dollars on cards. Um so who does that? There's people that are dying, Kim. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so he- here's the quote uh for Logan Paul. It's just so sad for all parties involved said paul after learning the news it's sad for the pokemon community like how many fraudulent effing things are out there i'm grateful for the things that i have now that are real later he added we got effed end of story (laughs) and then then the 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 kotaku article goes in other news lol (laughs) (laughs) oh man good it's so sad how out of touch is he how removed from reality is he that he thinks that's sad i hate him so much i'm so happy yeah that he lost three and a half million dollars. I hope that they sold it to him to get him. You know what I mean? Like that this was a purposeful thing. Oh, you know he'll get it back. Mm-hmm. The money. Oh, of course. There's no way. Yeah. Um the only people that's gonna suffer is that shop. Yeah, of course. For um, real. The only other tabletop news I have is so the next version of uh so uh there is a DD set coming out in a month. Um that is going to be ha- it's gonna have two reprints uh of Tasha's Cauldron of Everything and another book that I don't remember. 
Um, I forget. I think it's Xanathar's. Yeah, Xanathar's Guide to Everything, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, and then a brand new book called Monsters of the Multiverse. And these are going to be in a gift set with exclusive covers that you can only get in game stores. However, the big news here is that so we're in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, right? People have been speculating, are we going to have a 6th edition anytime soon? I would say no, because this is the most popular D&D has ever been. And I think mm-hmm. if they did a new edition, that would be that would might scare off a lot of, of the newer people. Um, however, um, there was a, 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 a quote now. It says, I know there's been a lot of speculation on this, but I can actually reveal today that we have um, earlier this year began work on the next evolution of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, new versions of the core rule books will be coming out in 2024 to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Dungeons and Dragons. So, and this new book in the set is going to be quote backward compatible with fifth edition. So mm-hmm. they're not saying it's going to be sixth edition, but there's, you know, it's going to be something different. So D and D is going to get a big rework in 2024. Um, Interesting. So wow. this book is going to be hyper limited. Um, the, if you want the limited edition set, pre-order it now. I got my allocation. I know many, I know how many we're getting. It's half of what I ordered. So, you know, come order it now. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's 170 bucks for the set. So for all three, it comes with the, the three books and the three, uh, the three books in a slip case and a, a screen. Um, the regular non-limited set should be available for a while. Um, but either way. Uh, so that's okay. very exciting and interesting D&D news. Uh, then we have two pieces of movie news. Uh, Nightmare Alley, the Del Toro film, which I have yet to see, unfortunately, is getting a what? Hulu, uh, HBO Max, I know, HBO Max and a Hulu uh, streaming date, um, February 1st, so very soon. Yes. Um, yes, it's coming up February 1st, excited. I'm excited. But there's also going to be a black and white version of the film called Nightmare Alley, A Vision in Darkness and Light um, that is doing a limited theatrical run this week. So there's no update on whether or not that will be it's unnecessary. Uh, yeah, of course. All right. Well, time for me to go back into the theater. Oh, God. <laughs> any reason? Listen, any reason? The Justice is Gray edition. movie. Right. Um, right. But I'm here. Th- there's also, um, I think Collider has it. There's a really good, I haven't watched it yet, um, but there's a 45 minute video of Del Toro breaking down the making of uh, Nightmare Alley and mm. what was in his initial three hours and 15 minute cut. So I'm going to watch that after Whoa. I watch this film. It was already long, so. Yeah. Dang. Oh, so, man, I have to watch that. Yes, I wish they would just re-release it, like, in earnest, you know, because it came out the same day as Spider-Man, and no one saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. It got bumped immediately. Like, oh, why would um, we have this when we have Spider-Man? I had to drive to a really faraway theater to see it. Um, really? Yeah, because it wasn't showing two weeks later. It wasn't showing anywhere. Oh, that's right, because, yeah, every movie. Yeah, was, was playing spider-man you're right mm-hmm. you're right so annoying, i was lucky like, that you saw it on that thursday right no or i the... saw it i saw spider-man on thursday and then the next day on friday i saw it oh that's nice. the way to do it yeah you, you yeah at, the right my, choice. at my local at my local nice. theater with my tony collette pants yes nice <laughs> well, i saw spider-man and that got COVID from spider-man and then i was like <laughs> recovered and i'm like sweet Where's Nightmare no, Alley? Gone. And they're like, it's gone. <laughs> and just so you know, Monica is Monica does uh, those Tony Collette pants are those are the ones for the A24 shop, the hereditary pants. They're fire. They're yes. so cool. Yeah. Literally. Uh, like, literally. One of, one of the people uh, is on fire. They're great. Um, I'll find them for you. Yeah. 
okay. I, you can't get them anymore. They're gone. Uh, they were super mm-hmm. limited. I I slept on them. I should have bought them, and I'm an idiot. Dang. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but my last bit of news is we got a trailer um, in front of Scream. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Um, we talked about this movie last week. Um, the new film by uh, T West at A24. It's called X. We got the poster before we recorded last week. And before Scream, we got the trailer. Um, so before I say anything about this movie, Monica, we talked about this at all. Do, I assume, I'm guessing you don't know this filmmaker. I'm a big fan of him, um, but Dylan didn't know um, who he was. N- no, unless you list other movies uh, that I, pro- he, I will probably you, know. Um, you, I, I would assume he didn't. They, were, they, they weren't theatrical. Uh, the in, he did The Innkeepers, okay. uh, The House of the okay. Devil, and uh, The Sacrament. I've um, at least heard of the innkeepers. The innkeepers is so. very good. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, we got the. Uh, anyway, what did y'all think of this uh, this trailer? Dylan, I'll leave it to you. I loved it. I love the Man. atmosphere. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what it's about, and I love that. You know. Um, mm. I don't know. It just looks great. Um, it looks very like stylized in a way that it would be. I think it would be cool if this director. I don't know T West like Michael said, but like. This is what I would want. This aesthetic is what I would want of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. You mm-hmm. know? Boy. Like it looked, yeah. it looked very that, but like it looked like a twenty four Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, and I'm like, that's what I want. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so here for it. It, it looks so, so good. Yeah the, the the premise of the film is um at a secluded the plot as according to Wikipedia um at a secluded farmhouse in Texas a film crew arrives to shoot an adult film. Their hosts, uh, a reclusive elderly couple, take a special interest in their guests. As night falls, the couple's leering interest turns violent. Starring Mia Goth, uh, Kid Cudi, uh, Kid Cudi, uh, Jenna Ortega, Brittany Snow, uh, Owen Campbell, and that's, oh, I'm done reading names. I don't know anybody else. Um, <laughs> so this movie is going to be awesome because I, I love T-West and I'm a giant stan. So I'm very excited for this. Happy to see one of his movies in theaters i've never been able to do that before and to what dylan was saying he is definitely like a an aesthetic type of guy like the his other three um feature length films definitely have like strong visual presence they don't look like this but they definitely are very unique in their in their tone the sacrament the least so but the most would be the house of the devil house of the devil is his first feature length film and it looks stunning. It is one of those movies that tries to pass itself off as a 1970s film, but was made in 2005 or whatever. Um, But if you didn't know, you wouldn't know it is perfect. Like it zooms cuts, like it is like, and color palette. He's got such a good eye for color. Uh, I really can't wait for this movie. The cult, uh, the, the trailer was so cool. Uh, yeah. I loved it. Mm-hmm. If I had to recommend one of his movies, it would be The Innkeepers, though, because The Innkeepers is the most like universally uh, accepted as good. Um, the Sacrament okay. is his weakest. Um, but, man, maybe we'll, maybe we'll uh, do some reviews of his stuff before X comes out. But um, I'm super excited for this. Go watch this trailer. Um, it although it is it's not red band, so you it it sounds like it might be because it's a porno movie or they're filming a porn or whatever, but it is it is safe for work relatively, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this was in 
you know what? Where does it come out? Uh, it doesn't have a date. Oh, dang. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Maybe it does. Uh, am I tripping? Uh, let me see. If I click on the thing, maybe it'll tell me. Um, let's see. It is coming to the theaters March 18th. So very soon. Nice. Okay. March oh, 18th. Man. Awesome. I'm so ready. Yeah. So yeah. we'll definitely Same. do a review for that for sure. Uh, we'll make sure we let you know ahead of time when we're going to go see it and where we're going to go see it. So you guys can come with us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. And this was also the only horror trailer we got in front of Scream too, which is weird. Really? I got one um, with, I just remember specifically Boyd Holbrook being in it from Narcos and We Can Be Heroes, both also starring Pedro Pascal. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and it was something, it looked like M. Night Shyamalan, The Village, but... Oh, no. Not. N- huh. We didn't That's get that one. Uh, no, we didn't get that. Yeah, we got I, a bunch I, of like comedies and stuff. Really? We yeah. got like Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yeah, we did. We got, we got Marry Me as well. I'm low-key going to go see that movie. Okay. Yeah, it looks. It just looks very dated, like a different time. But I want to see it. As well. Yeah, see, that's why. That's why I really want to go see it. It's based on a graphic novel. What? Yes, it? it's a comic book movie. Oh, so yes. then we have oh to review. God. We have to review it. <laughs> I'm here for it. All right. Anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. This is Monica. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.